Food for Golf is a show dedicated to exploring the stories and characters that are contributing to the greater golf community. All right, guys, welcome back to the Food for Golf podcast. This is episode six, and today my guest is no other is Jeff Edgar, better known as Jeff for Birdie. <laughs> so there we go. So Jeff and I haven't seen each other since uh, our social scramble. We've talked, but we haven't seen Many each other times. since our social scramble in August. Uh, some of you guys who follow us know about the social scramble. Um, we had a good time, like myself, like I guess this is two-thirds of the, I guess, the planning committee. So Jeff, myself, and uh, Nino Azarin. Thanks, Nino. Again. Miss you, Nino. You know, miss guest you. number one of the Food for Golf podcast. <laughs> so anyhow, um, so I just want to get Jeff on just to kind of go over we, what we kind of started and just also for Jeff to share a story on what, where did Jeff for Birdie start, right? So anyhow, uh, Jeff, how you doing? Good, good. I want to get the world out. I want to get it out there to the world. <laughs> my name is Jeff. My middle name is Jeff. Okay. My first name is Edgar. Okay. So I go by Jeff Edgar. I've gotten used to being called Edgar. I mean, sorry, I've been gotten used to being called Jeff. Yeah. But it's out there. The name is Edgar. Okay. So if there's any confusion when you go on my page where it says Jeff Edgar, it's flipped around. I'm not going to share my last name, but <laughs> Edgar's the name. Edgar's the name. <laughs> Okay. It's out there. All right. It's out there. Um, I know his last name, but I guess <laughs> right now we're just going to go. You know what? It's kind of funny when uh, if you talk about entertainment or in this, uh, this social media space, anyhow, a lot of people go, you know, we can see people who are um, even like Joey Colcutts, right? Mm -hmm. For example, someone who's in this golf space. What's Joey's last name? I don't know what Joey's last name is, right? But either way, right? Even looking at stage performers, right? See, like, you know, like Madonna. Mm -hmm. so Madonna's, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know what her real name is, but it's not Madonna. Drake. Drake, yeah. Drake, Drake is like yeah. Aubrey. I guess, you know, it, it, I guess it doesn't change anything uh, in regards to when it comes to uh, like social media, media creating a persona or just a person. Mm -hmm. It's what it is, right? So maybe there's some stuff that can be performative or you're kind of real about it either way. It's just like, hey, you know what? This is what people know me by. And look, I've been big into brands and branding and brand building or how that looks just in general for people. So, you know what, Jeff for Birdie, it kind of goes right, you know, <laughs> Jeff, like, you know, as like J-E-F-F, -F, yeah. for as in, you know, for as in actually yeah. number four, for that word, verbiage, you can see it in the podcast, like four, right, you know, four, <laughs> four. And birdie and like par four, right? So yeah. it makes sense. Exactly. You got yeah. it. No, I, I like that, man. So Jeff, Jeff for birdies or Jeff Edgar, which he's going to go by. So anyway. Um, all right. So Jeff, where are we right now? We are at, in Mississauga. We are yeah. using the library in my condo. Um, we found this wonderful space um, somewhere where I'm comfortable, Donovan's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're here to talk golf, man. Yeah. Actually, you know, it's kind of funny. We actually sat down here. I set up studio lights. You know, this is, I do all the production for this. And... Uh, moving stuff around. We're in a library, and there was a book that was on the ground. It was face down, but it turned out it's this book, John Daly. Everyone knows. About that? Uh, first off, we're here to talk golf, but this is uh, John Daly uh, with, uh, with Glenn Wagner, or Wagner, yeah, Wagner, uh, Golf My Own Damn Way, A Real Guy's <laughs> Guide to Chopping 10 Strokes Off Your Score. Yes. Coincidence? Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. I think so we're going to put John. John's going to be front and center in this. So I'm, I'm going to share the story of it. Okay. We, we had to move 
these chairs, obviously, so that we can get at the right angle. And while we're moving these chairs, we found a book. And we found a book. And no, face down, just like Donovan said, um, as we're setting up, he notices the book. He goes, what book is this? Is this your book? Turns it around, and it's a John Daly book. What are the <laughs> fucking chances? That is crazy. So this is staying here. Shout out to John Daly. Yep. You know what, John okay. Daly? Okay, so um, if you guys have been following my page for a while, like John Daly is actually the reason why I got into golf. Like my friends not know on the prairies. Yeah, you know, like you would think, because like 143, um, you'd say from an artist perspective, you think like oh, Tiger Woods is what got about me. But well, Tiger Woods was not a known entity at that time. Like I lived out on the prairies. I've talked about this before, but I'll tell you since you haven't heard it before uh, in person. That, yeah, my friends and I, like when John was hitting around that, um, you want to say that uh, Wilson Whale driver, Get the guy with the mullet, you know, like drinking beers, kicking ass. Yeah. And it was like, hey, you know what? I'm like, we gravitated to that. Because again, like John grew up in Arkansas, right? Well, he's from California, right? right? He was born in California, but grew up in like Midwestern United yeah. States. Yeah. Again, you know, I lived in Saskatchewan, which is like Midwestern. Mm -hmm you know, Canada, and that's kind Similar. of what the culture was. Yeah, so it's yeah. just like the mullet and the, the, the free flow <laughs> and the wild time. So we grabbed, and he was hitting the ball super far. Yeah. Right? He's still long for his age, yep. you know, yeah. what it is. And it's just like the swing, the swagger. and Yeah, so that's what got, that's what got me to go. Interesting. John Daly. Yeah, John I want to share a story, too. Yeah, okay. You would think, yes, yeah, same story where it's Tiger Woods that kind of grew the game, got people into golf. Yeah. For me, it was Ernie Els. Ernie Els. Ernie Els. I was a... Okay. Uh, Grade four at that time. Okay. Um, sorry, take that back. Okay. I, I was grade seven at that time. Okay. Um, I was just getting into golf. My father grew up playing a lot of tennis. Um, I told my French teacher that I was getting into golf. Okay. That time, her and her husband played a lot. She goes, okay, okay. For a project, I want you to create an essay and share it with a story in French about a golfer. And I didn't know any golf at that time. Okay. She brought up Ernie Els. All right. I'm like, okay, who the heck is Ernie Els? Did research on Ernie Els. Uh -huh. Soon to find out that Ernie Els kept getting his ass kicked by Tiger Woods. Yes. But because I wrote a story on Ernie Els, I don't remember any of it at all, mm. I wanted to play like Ernie Els. So yes. my swing now, mm -hmm. a lot of people tell me that I have a smooth swing. Yeah. Ernie Els is the guy I look up to. The big E. The big E. The big E, the South yeah. African Ernie yeah. Els. Yes. Unbelievable, yeah. I love that. You know, it's that, no, I, I didn't. See, there you go, right? yeah, there you go. It's, it's funny that people look at or the sport and how you started in it, and it kind of brings you around, but uh, there's always like a figure. I guess people like in our generation right now and kind of under, right, you know, there's like Tiger mm -hmm. and that figure mm -hmm. that brought people to into the sport, yeah. right? Or, but there's other elements, and it's maybe not just because and we talk about like diversity, and we'll talk more about it in here, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. there's also like the thought process and how you came into the sport. Mm -hmm. And your thought mm -hmm. was like, hey, your your father played tennis, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's a rotational sport, Absolutely. right? You know, and Absolutely. your background's Filipino, right? So it's, right? So it's, yep. you know, yep. tennis or those certain sports that yep. might be necessarily, tennis is not a fringe sport, but it can mm. be. It's, it can it's, be. It can yeah. be in a, yeah. in a certain instance. It's not, it's still, it's part of like the mainstream in regards to like obviously the, the ATP, yeah. ATPA tour and a, APT's tour, mm -hmm. but it's like, okay, not everyone goes up playing tennis, yeah. like going up playing like soccer or basketball yeah. or yeah. football. It's very or, easy know. to enroll into the basketball, yeah. the soccers, right? Have right. your yeah. kid go out there. Yeah. They have the supplies. Mm -hmm. Uh, tennis, yeah, it was very niche. Right? No, a lot yeah. Of, yeah. And the thing you're looking at that's more 
club related too, right? Yes, exactly. Although those elements are available, say there's tennis courts everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Right? But it's like, okay, what are the pathways to getting into right. that on, right. on a... There's a recreational thing, but that's also competitive. Yeah. Wise, right? You know, yeah. most of it's always like club or country club. Yes, right. right? It makes sense. Kind of like how golf is... Yeah, yeah, I'm one of the sports. It, it is right, mainstream, right. but it's fringe mainstream. Yes, makes right. sense. Makes okay. sense. So yeah. when you first started, did your did your father play? Your uh, play? My golf. So okay. my father played tennis. Um, it was a family. It was a family. My 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 father and my uncles all played. Grew up playing tennis. Okay. So me growing up from oh geez up until I was grade five. Okay. Um, every Sunday, my dad was out there. Okay, cool. Every Sunday, playing with okay. a Filipino group. Okay. Um, he played, I want to say, intramural. So okay. his club played with other countries. Okay. And he'd take me with him to go watch him play okay. tennis. Was this like here, 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 in, here in Toronto? In yeah. Toronto, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Missaga. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, shout out to Ronsonville's area. Um, Ronsi. Yeah. Ronsi. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, West, West End, yeah. Toronto. What's oh. up? <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to call it Ronsi. Okay, I'm I'm old school. It's Roncesvalles, okay. but yes, Roncesvalles, yes, exactly. Roncesvalles. Okay, that's where. <laughs> so that that's where your dad was playing. He, he grew, yeah, okay. that's right. Did he, he go up. over to like uh, what's it um the the I guess the Boulevard Club over there? Would he? Um, no. So they play over by, at Hyde Park. No, of, no. Just Park by uh, there's a school called Holy Family. Um, I can't remember the name of that public school. There's a high school there. Okay. Um. Oh, jeez. It's 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 gonna bug me, and I want to come back to this. But okay. Um, there was a public court there, and they kind of took over that court. Okay. And anybody that came by knew that that club was playing at that court. Love it. So okay. every Sunday from 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Yeah. All the way until 1 p.m. Okay. I was watching them play tennis. So okay. my dad grew up playing tennis. My uncle's good play tennis. As we got old, as you can imagine, tennis does a lot of damage to your body. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. certain elements, the rotation and yeah. going through. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So my my dad's oldest brother discovered golf. Um, and then it was kind of, um, uh, you know, a stepping stone from there where my other uncle learned golf and then soon my dad, once his knee started to give in. Okay. And then since then I've been playing golf since I was grade six. Grade really? Grade six, okay. Yeah. So you're, you're around, say like around like 12, 11, 12 years old. 11 or 12 years old. You yeah. started playing golf. Okay. Yeah. Just taking us old. to the driving range, okay. begging my father to take me to the golf course, begging my father to take me to Scarlet Woods. Scarlet Woods. Scarlet Woods. Yeah. Just take okay. me out there. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah. shout out to Scarlet. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the old municipal courses. Yeah. Right? Like, Toronto municipal grew, courses. Yeah, they've, Everyone they've been there for a while. Place. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's so that's where your dad you play. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So what's what's the first course that you what's the first course that you played then? If you're, <sighs> what the, oh. You started because like you you went to drive. Well, actually. You said you went to the driving range. Yeah. So which range did you actually go to first? We'll start. Um, there. there used to be a range, and I don't remember the name. It yeah. was at. Um, Martin Grove, sorry, Highway 27 and Steels. Um, yes. Was that more like the? Was it? Uh, was it? Was it kind of launch? It, no. It, it was no. It wasn't launch. I don't remember the name. Okay. Um, but that's where we we, since we since my dad stopped playing tennis, we mm -hmm. would play. We would go to the driving range. Okay. And they had one arcade game, Cruising USA. Yeah. And that was our incentive. Let's go to the driving range, okay, hit yeah. as many balls as we can. Okay. Yeah. And as a kid, we're just trying to hit as far as we can. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah and then play. You know, it's USA. funny they say about like in every you see the professional golfers they talk about and they're like you know how what should you start with kids you know how you should start just just hit balls you can't teach speed you well can't just and, and on top of that it's I learned from um, shout out to Stuart. Bad in time for modern golf um, and Peter White. 
they get a lot of kids that come in and the parents will ask the same thing. How do I get my kids? What do I do to get them started? You can't teach them anything technical. 100%. Go out there and have them them swing as hard as they can. Yeah. And just do that for years. Yeah. Because you're right. You know that you cannot teach speed. You can't teach You can teach skill. You can teach, um, you know, parts of a swing. Correct. But speed is the one thing. That's it. Yeah. So, I I mean, yeah. Shout out to... My father. Man. Exactly. Yeah. And in funny and you know that in any sport, like look, I played, you know, like multiple <coughs> sports growing up, you know, I you know, I played basketball, I played hockey, like hockey was my first club. Football, mm-hmm. you know, that's the sport that took me to like, you know, it's the most the highest elite level of like college and tried to play professional, that didn't work out. But you, we'd always talk about our coaches saying you can't teach speed. Mm-hmm. You can't in any sport you can teach speed. If the person is fast at anything, he or she you can do all the other elements to teach them right. how to, to be better, to utilize that mm. speed. You can't. You, you can't and I have it. to talk. i got to know yeah. about your college career. Yeah, yeah we'll talk more about career. that. Okay, interesting. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. You got, okay, so that's yeah. how you got started into golf then after you kind of came around. Yeah. All right. And, um, and to answer your question about where I played mm. first, um, I'm, I'm, it's my, the first course that I ever played. Mm. And it's, it's, it's weird how this circle just connects. Okay. Was Streetsville Glen. Streetsville, Streetsville Glen. Glen, the very first course. Streetsville Glen yeah. was the first place you ah. first place first golf course. Okay. And so my uncle, when he stopped playing tennis, okay. he started volunteering at Streetsville Glen. Okay. Um, yeah. Eventually became a greenskeeper, um, okay. doing two jobs while he's greenskeeping. But okay. um, before he had left to do a greenskeeper job, yeah. he went to my dad and said, um, "We need people to do backshot." So all we're doing typically is putting the cards away at the end of the night. Okay. So every Sunday, okay. we were playing 18 holes. So you and your dad? Me, my dad, and my two brothers. The two brothers? Yeah, yeah, we'd play 18 holes. Yes. Um, sometimes 27, depends. Yeah. And then we put the golf cards away at the end of the night. The golf, yeah. the golf the cart? The cards, sorry. The golf carts away at the end of the night. You know what? That's kind of funny because like, if you were doing that, and how old were you at the time when you were doing that? Oh, geez. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, that time I was grade eight. Perfect. So yeah, you're like so 13 or 14 years 13, old. 14. You got a chance to drive golf carts. Like, cause every that's the one thing kids want to yeah. do. Want to drive yeah. cars. We all yeah. want to be mobile, right? You yeah. Know, if you got an opportunity yeah. to drive a cart. Yeah. Yes. It, and that's yeah. it. And then yeah. it picked up from there. Cool. Um, okay. We we didn't do it. We didn't do it continuously until after high school. Um, mm-hmm. That's when we started doing religiously every Sunday. Okay. Where we'd go out play. Oh shoot, four or five times a week. Those okay. were the days playing golf five times a week. Four. You yeah. Play four or five, four or five times, times a week. week. Yeah. And like you know, it's kind of funny if you look at back in those things about, and like I like I said, I started playing the sport maybe like we just started swinging in in parks and like on, in Regina, Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and that's where you start, right? Yeah. You're just throwing, just chucking balls yeah. out and just swing as hard as possible. And now nowadays, even looking at pathways to get into the sport and talking about the junior memberships and all those elements, mm-hmm. like you got mm-hmm. opportunity to play, having access to be able to play the sport yes. on yeah. a course consistently for an affordable price. Yeah. Right? So yeah. that's what kind of got you, gave you a level of consistency to yeah. play every yeah. spring, summer, and yeah. whatever fall. Yeah. Right? Okay. An affordable price. So it's yeah. zero dollars. And yeah. so when you started playing the sport at that, so was there a point that, you know, we kind of will go more into the Streetsville stuff and Canaf, right? But let's Amazing. start this way. Did you have a hiatus away from the sport for a bit? Or what's the deal? Have you been um, playing consistently since you started? No, I've been playing consistently since we started. And, okay. you know, one year, um, yeah, four or five times a week. Um, it's always been at least once a week after that. Really? Right, yeah. Yeah, I've always been, you know, week, 
when I when when I got into school, got into college, yeah. um, I can only play in the week weekends. Yeah, correct. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, when I started working, I can only play in the weekends. Right? Okay. Um, there were days, obviously, some weeks where I can go play, but okay. it was yeah, no no real hiatus. Um, really, has always been playing because I've had a large group, right? Yeah. So because my uncles got into the game, yeah. Um, because it's been family oriented. It's been family for a very long that. time. Very yes, very right? long yeah. time. We used to host yeah. family tournaments. I've always had people to play with. Okay. Right. Whether it was my brothers, I'm the oldest of my of my family. Oh, really? Um, your brothers? Yeah, of my oh, brothers. Yeah, two okay. younger brothers, and okay. um, you know, it's just it's when you grow up with with so many boys, it's a competitive lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, So it's it's just true. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, think, yeah, I mean, like think about it, and what yeah. better game to compete in than than a game of golf where you're not only competing with other people, you have to compete with yourself. That is correct. Right? And I think more of it's about yourself. Yes, right? yes, First and exactly. Foremost, and you kind of come around to it. That's actually interesting. Yeah. So you grew yeah. up in that sort of environment as being yeah. the eldest, right? So I'm yes. a middle child. I grew up with like two immediate sisters. So I'm, in, I'm okay. sandwiched in between them. So Ooh. I necessarily, I didn't have that competitive. I mean, yeah. obviously, like, I think I grew up with some other elements <laughs> to tolerate, right? Very caring. In the female category, which is, which means, Managing those elements and relationships, which is which is good, right, and detailed and stuff like yeah, that. But that. Um, I got my competitiveness from my friends and like playing like team sports and so forth. Right, there, right. Growing up, so right. you're almost formed yeah. into that type of lifestyle. Yeah, right? but you know, but I have like two different pathways, mm, right? So right, there's right. an inside and outside. I can distinguish it, so I can turn it off and I can turn it yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Right, you know. So and that's that's a big thing. That, okay, that's that's a good point actually. Mm. That's a good point. I find mm. that. Not so much now. Once you get older, you obviously mm. get a little bit more wiser. Yeah. But growing up, it was that competitive, like that constant. competitive mindset, right? Yeah. And it was I always constant for you, right? Constant, constant. Like whether right. in school, I had to be better than that person, yeah. right? If I was, uh, you know, even really anywhere. If I'm driving, I have to be the fastest car out there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't this person yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not yeah. today. This is my lane. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna win, which is cool, right? I mean, yeah, but like, I mean, I mean, it's time and place for everything. For sure, exactly. Is it healthy? Probably not. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> can it be channeled in the right place? Yes, it can. Yes. It can be very. Yeah. Um, uh, you can you can measure. You can bottle that up yeah. and 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 create success off that. But exactly. it just depends on whether or not. Yeah. You know, you do it at the right exactly. time. That's exactly. so funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that about you. Okay. So your brothers, all right. So your dad. So is your dad still playing now? What's the deal? Uh, he, he tries to. So he okay. um, he had a golf injury, uh, oh, shoot, four months ago. Yeah, he's got arthritis on his knee. Okay. Tweaked it the wrong way. His knee bubbled up. So his lead, his lead knee? His lead knee. Right yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. His okay. lead knee bubbled up this really? far. So they had to flush out the juices. Oh, okay, crap. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he hasn't been able to play since. Oh, yeah. that's too bad. Yeah. How, how old is your father right now? He is, oh, 1962. So he's turning... Uh, 62, yeah. Okay, yeah. so he's, he's turning about 70. He's about turning about 73-ish. Yeah. yeah. 73, yeah. yeah. So he's 10 years. 10 years. So he's like 12 years younger than my yeah. mom. So he's like 70-something, yeah. right? So yeah. it's like my mom's mom's actually going to be... <laughs> mom's going to be 73 next week. So oh, <laughs> I'm holy God, look at that. I remember my mom's yeah. birthday on November 10th. So we're shooting this actually on <laughs> November uh, 4th right now. So, yeah. Interesting, man. Yeah. All right. So leading into some stuff. All right. Let's go into. All right. So since you start, it's funny that how life kind of comes full circle where you started playing golf at Streetsville Glen and Amazing. that's a Kinef course. That's a, part yeah. of the Kinef family. You can see Hang you on. got the rotary. Walk up to that camera. Yeah. You know, walk up. Yo, what's up? <laughs> you know, like Kinef golf. Since I was right? 14, since yes. I was 15, I'm playing. Okay. Um, since I didn't grow, like, I was born in Toronto. But I didn't grow up here. So did Kenneth actually own that property at the time? He did. He first yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, 
He was always been in the golf and uh, mm -hmm. property management. Management. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My brother was so my. Oh boy, we can go. We can go way back. When we started a back shop, my brother went to golf management. He needed to find a place to work mm -hmm. part of the pro, for, as part of the program. Yep. Um, he started. He eventually worked at Streetsville Glen. Yep. Made his way to Lionhead. Mm -hmm. um, got to play with Ignat Kneff himself. Okay. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, like. Yeah. A, Rest in peace. Rest, rest in peace. Yeah. Passed away a little yeah. while ago yeah. here, so yeah. And before we continue, yep. um, we said my dad's age 1962, and I had to do the math in my yep. head. Yep. It's not 70s; it's uh, 59. 59. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Just for the people that you know, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. Like yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, like Jeff, you're like, math you're like, is awful. Math is awful. <laughs> you suck. You know, yeah. you're Asian. You're supposed to be you're Asian. Asian. <laughs> There's people out there. There's yeah, I know exactly. Okay, so Kenneth, like. Um, as people know that, so Jeff is actually one of uh, how many ambassadors are there right now? Oh, there were gosh. from the ACE program, right? ACE program. Yeah. I think there's seven of us. Seven, you guys? Seven of us. Yeah, I mean, it's ACE. kind of cool that uh, again, last podcast I talked about Kanaf with uh, uh, Nico, Marco, Martinovic uh, about how they used to work for Kanaf mm -hmm. at that time um, and how Kanaf created this program, which mm -hmm. is awesome. I remember seeing back in the spring. Uh, that uh, they were saying, hey, they're looking for, um, I guess, persons that would mm -hmm. play their courses and, I guess, post content. So mm -hmm. this was your first season doing it. I think this was the first inaugural season that they did this mm -hmm. as a program. How did you enjoy it? I mean, uh, shout out to Kenef. They opened us, opened up for us to play the courses. Um, we were already in the business of creating the business, the industry of creating content, and we found a, a courses that are extremely challenging. Like, I grew up playing Knuff courses, so I okay. knew how hard it was. So when this opportunity came up, it gave me the opportunity to not only get better, but really tackle on this course. And because when, last year when we didn't have the Knuff program, I was playing other courses, knowing that I wanted to go back to Knuff courses mm -hmm. and try to get my, be my personal best. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Knuff because we did get free golf out of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys got perks. It was pretty cool that even for us, like you invited myself, Nino, and a, yeah. and a group of other people, and we played Century Pines out in um, Hamilton area, mm -hmm. or Troy, whatever you want to call it, Ontario, or, or, or Cope, whatever you want yeah. to say, both of <laughs> us. Either way, um, Century Pines, I've played there for a number of years. I've probably played there four or five times. Nice. That is my, that is my favorite Kanaf course, that just personally, Interesting. Interesting. out of all of them. And the reason why is we're looking at price point, and conditions, right? Okay, you know, the, okay. the price point of that place and the condition of it matches what the price point has always been. So I've gone there, okay. each, each time I've gone there, I've always enjoyed playing there. Mm. I thought the course has always been in good shape. The last time we went, there was like, I think they might have had some issues on one of the holes. It was maybe a little bit damp in one of the tee yeah. which was yeah. fine. But I mean, the mosquitoes were crazy. <laughs> they were vicious, but oh, it's gosh. Canada. It is yeah, what it it's is. Canada. But overall, yeah. always good. And, and shout out to the Century Pine guys. I yeah. remember checking in when we had when we had gone out that yeah, day. Correct. Yeah. Um, guys came out to me and they 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 knew who I was. Yeah. From my content, never yeah. met them. Yeah. And it was nice for them to come out and say hi. Made me yeah. feel good. And it was just just knowing that you know I've been playing Kenef courses and mm -hmm. you know I don't mean to toot my own horn, but they found them the perfect yeah. ace, right? I've been playing Kenef courses for so long. Hundred percent. So yeah. for them to know who I was, it made me feel. Yeah, yeah, that's good, you know, and it's interesting that, again, thanks for actually, you know, uh, he caught me my, my round of golf, so I came there. That was a wild weekend either way for me, you know, and I got to, like, I was actually in Niagara that weekend. I yeah. yeah. my friend Sonia, like, because she lives like, just in, like, Stony okay. Creek there, got to yeah. the course just right on time before the last. 
crazy. Like I said, it was a nuts yes. weekend, but it was awesome. Although I didn't play my best, but I had a great time. Again, Century Pines, the first time I've actually walked that place. Oh. Yeah, each time I've played, I've, I always carded. It's a walkable course. It's a walkable course. A walkable I mean, course. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a walker. I love, you know, you guys see me. If I post my stuff, put it on the back. I mean, to each their own. Yeah. Right? But yeah. Um, Good let's just put this out there right away. I'm going to be keep it, keeping it real. All right. Um, walk now at your age. Well, at our age right now, if you're young, walk. Interesting. Right? Um, if you don't have any disabilities, right, you know, anything wrong with your legs, uh, carting. There are courses that I think you should cart for. Mm -hmm. But I think walking um, is what creates, I don't know, it just gets you into the game. Okay. Right? I want you know, to play... A little bit of devil's advocate. Okay, How about if you are creating content like myself? That is different. There we go. <laughs> okay, You're okay, right. Okay, there we okay. go. And that's actually okay. and that's a really good point yeah. now. And I was actually going to say that. Yeah. Um, the course vlogs and content and opportunity with that, that is a whole different animal. And even that, we actually kind of go into this, right? So from an industry perspective, mm -hmm. and what's been evolving within golf um, is, again, you being Kinef ambassador, is the element of telling stories around yeah. that and content and just I guess more of it stories and mm -hmm. showing mm -hmm. and pr perspective, right? That's what's helped kind of mm -hmm. form or what the game is kind of moving or evolving into, right? Where um, we all have an opportunity to you utilize our platforms from a digital perspective and obviously technology with our phones to do these things, which is kind of cool, mm -hmm. but to share our insight. Mm -hmm. Right, and mm -hmm. I think yeah. So that's a different story. Well, when but I second that, yeah. and I second that. Yes, walk when you can. Walk when you, walk can. When you can. But man, if yeah. you're if you're if you're creating content, yeah, you probably want to in certain courses. If it's a longer course, you probably want to be in a cart because yeah. you have to. There's so many things yeah. go on with that. You know, like look, uh, like right now, I do majority of my content on this a phone, right? And it's cool, but it's there's still uh, even if I want to do microphone. Mm -hmm bringing mm -hmm. things together. There's only so much stuff you can carry in a bag. And the bags, first off, bags aren't cheap anymore, and they're getting even heavier. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what's up with that. Things you're putting together. Although the, the clothes are getting lighter from it. a composite perspective, mm -hmm. it's still, like, even some days, like, look, I mean, you look at me, like, I even carry around sometimes, like, bands so I can warm up because I need to get dexterous right, in order right. to make this happen. And sometimes <laughs> I want to even carry, like, a, a, like a foam roller mm -hmm. to do that. I'm like, yeah, if I'm having it in my bag... <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And like, <laughs> it's to be different. You know what? If you had a caddy and a cameraman, that's a totally different that's, story. Yes, that's a different story. That's yeah. a totally different yeah. story. But yeah, you know what? Carts. Carts is where it's at. There's yeah. some places, it's funny, even looking at, you go play some desert golf, right? Which For I the have, most part, yeah. there's always going to be carts because it's yeah. hot as fuck. It's hot, yeah. You know, you in in August, yeah, right? No you know? chance. So, or even looking at playing, uh, yeah, I guess even place like Florida or even vacation destination goal. Yeah. You want to yeah. be able to do all those things. So, yeah. yeah, it makes sense. It makes, yeah. yeah. And I have a routine, right? When, mm -hmm. I, when I'm out there playing, my biggest thing is pace of play. Yeah. So, not that I don't walk and record. They'll yeah. get, they'll get, you know, if I'm playing the municipal courses like Humber, if I'm playing, you know, I've, I've, I've walked Century Pines. Yep, yeah, correct. Um, yeah. Carlisle, all yeah. walkable courses. Yeah. Uh, but for me, if it's important, if pace of play is very, it is the top of my list, how do I keep up with that? And that is carding. Yeah. Right. But every chance that I get to walk, I yep. will do it. Yeah. yeah. Plus, it, I mean, $25 for. Yeah. You know what? It's kind of interesting. We talk about like green fees and like we're kind of going to, I want to get into the state of like golf currently. Right. And um, 
and I'm like, I'm going to, you know, I can talk about green fees and blue in the face. I think that green, the game itself for green fees in certain, this, this certain region at times are astronomical. And I did just mm-hmm. say about the reason why I love uh, Century Pines, because if you look at green mm-hmm. fee, even mm-hmm. if you put the card in, it, it, it has the value, that's, that's a fee, yes. Yes. but that's, that's, that's an agreeable yeah. fee yeah. overall. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Right. Um, I think it's, and I mean, don't call me. The price mm-hmm. is probably going to go up. But at this mm-hmm. point, I think walking was uh, fifty-five dollars. Fifty-five, like something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then cart with that was an extra twenty. Another twenty. Like, yeah, so seventy-five dollars, which is well below which is, which average. Is, which is blood blood. Yeah. And that's yeah. seventy-five cart in. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That for this region, yeah. um, Toronto and surrounding, so Golden Horseshoe, wherever it is. Yeah. That is a preferable it's, price. Yeah, yeah. But I would say that even like looking at the game currently right now, we, we, when we have these conversations like off camera, like Jeff and I, we, Jeff's a smart guy. Um, uh, you are, you're smart. You're not smart, <laughs> right? You mean, and, and like we have like, um, like when we first met, like, you know, you, you've been following my stuff. I've been following you for a while. Then the first time we got a chance to really sit down was after playing Century Pines. It's amazing. And we just talked and I just told Jeff like what my thought processes are and currently what's happening within golf or what could be. Um, and we were talking about, you know, obviously you can see we have two minors, like, you know, if you're listening or you're watching, uh, we have two minors. We're still um, first generation Canadian. My mm-hmm. background is Jamaican, right? Jeff, you're like, your first generation Canadian, mm-hmm. yep. uh, Filipino. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're even looking funny at your story, talking about growing up and being a minority playing golf in this region, which mm-hmm. is great. So you're that person, right? Mm-hmm. And even looking at where golf currently is um, at the state of the game when it comes to diversification. We're talking about just like minorities playing the sport, but women and mm-hmm. how that looks. And I think that I told Jeff that our perspectives are a lot different than like the mainstream or yeah. the mainstream thought process of what the golf industry was. And I talk about we are right now part of like the new media mm-hmm. within golf. And I say that the new media is that we all have our own opportunities and to use our platform that we have, but the perspective we have is different than what the original um, traditional media mm-hmm. uh, and the golf media looks like. And what does that look like? Yeah. Open up your Instagram right now. Yeah. Right. Um, count, like op- open it up, just scroll through and, and you tell me what that, what that, what that um, community or what that, I don't, I don't want to, how do I say this? Anyway. Face or? Yeah, what that face, what that, and, you know. And who's what the, the stakeholders within yes, that? And like yes. you say the stakeholders, the persons who are influential or mm-hmm. they're, when I say influential, that they're the ones, they sometimes hold the keys to the kingdom. A lot of times they're, they're white males. Yes. Right? Yeah, there and you go. Yeah. I got, and I get, and I, I mean, I think that, again, we're talking about, we're talking about the, upper echelons of the sport mm-hmm. and people can say that hey yeah well you know one of the greatest golfers of all time is Tiger Woods yes I mean I think Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer mm-hmm. of times like there's diversity there but yeah I mean he is the athlete so one but I mean golfers. that's one yeah. of one person but yeah. we're talking about the people who are running uh, companies like TaylorMade running companies like mm-hmm. Cobra running um, companies like Callaway right or the management around that um, the media that's uh, in charge of, say, like the, at the Golf Channel, and you can say whatever you want about them, right? Um, anything, I guess, you know, we have other, you know, like boutique club, uh, boutique mm-hmm. um, 
clothing company and mm -hmm. stuff like that, which mm -hmm. is great. Uh, the dudes that um, do you want to say like East Side Golf that's is different, yeah. right? You know, yeah. it's like they're they just kind of started moving talking about culture, yeah, and this element of a hip hop culture which has always existed within you know music, and yeah, fashion yeah, and so yeah. forth, bringing that swag into the sport and because it's having someone's mind but i know that's kind of an american experience but it's more about it's still the minority experience and i'm glad you bring that up it's yeah. it those guys have done what they've done mm -hmm. in the u.s right yeah. you you're, you're spot on where we have a market here in canada yes to diversify the game yeah. and diversify and and do what they did here in yeah. canada Right. Yeah, but it, but collectively not from just one kind <laughs> yes, of minority. Yeah, absolutely, like the, absolutely. The black experience is about yeah. the the mosaic of what Canada Correct. is. Yeah. Um, you have persons that have like us who've been from our first generation. We're like you had Caribbean immigration. You had immigration from like um, East Asia, the Philippines. Mm -hmm. You know, from India, um, other parts of the Caribbean, even parts of like Europe, and all those things coming over. And we've kind of all grown up. And we play the sport, yeah. right? Some of us play sport, or some people are coming into the sport even after kind of around COVID. That's when they came in. Yeah, yeah, right? that brought in a lot. Yeah, bring fresh eyes, and even like like you know, look at the golf Singh. Like he's an awesome coach. I hope to get you on the podcast. You know, you're <laughs> on my list for guesses. But I mean, like, he grew up in Lower Mainland, British Columbia, right? Yeah, urban, all yeah. of this, yeah. and like he's he's a good player. I mean, I'm like you got a chance to. Catch yeah. up with them a little bit. Yeah. Um, we'll talk more about your event there later. But yeah, like, like the the face of the the sport has changed, but more so like Canada. There's an opportunity to tell that story. It's further, huge. It's huge. Right? Yeah. And it's not. I'm not taking away from like you know like look like um, majority of my friends are good. My great friends, my best friends are like white yeah. Asian. Yeah. Like, yeah. My 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 niece and nephew, they're they're, they're biracial, <laughs> right? You know. So, I think we're we're growing yeah. a part of the game that's right. not out there. Right. Yeah, think, correct. Yeah, I think that's not yeah. talked a lot. Yeah, and I think yeah. more about the media around that yes. game and yeah. like the creativity and just a different face. And even like I created the this golf page to start as kind of a joke, but more came into both. If you go to this page and look at it, and what I'm currently doing in the space is all about information and sharing and promoting mm -hmm. the sport. Mm -hmm. But promoting the sport from a perspective that's a little bit fresh and is a little different. And also, if you if you never if you hypothetically kind of watch golf and you're mm -hmm. kind of interested in it and you kind of don't kind of know the rules but what's kind of air and happening go right. you could probably just jump on or jump onto the, the golfing page or any certain thing mm -hmm. and you could mm -hmm. learn something of what's kind of currently happening yeah and it's a, a soft sell so it's a it's a it's a soft sell but it's like it's not it's not a um intimidating pathway yeah. to get into the sport yeah. yeah right just because you could love you love golf right but doesn't mean that, you know, because, you know, like, like I'm going to burn Brando Chambly. Guy, actually, he's actually, um, he actually blocked me did. years ago, which is cool. I mean, because that means, you know, that you said something yeah. that got underneath his skin. And I'm going to keep saying it. Everybody tag him. Yeah, Just keep tagging him. Tag him, tag him. Actually, um, you can't tag me because you can't see it. <laughs> anyway, but Brando, like, uh, the way that he talks about golf and how it's supposed to be, it's like you have to look, there is this history. Every sport has a history, yes, but it's like just because you don't know the inner works of how the sport works doesn't mean you can't enjoy the sport. Right. And that seems very, um, what do you want to call it? Um, it seems very, it's from an ego perspective yeah. from this yes. whole yes. Um, patriarchy. Yeah. 
right? Mm. Where it's like, and that's like that that that's not gonna create an opportunity to get people into a sport. Yeah. Because they don't know these certain things. You yeah. didn't know how to, you came you came to the clubhouse. You didn't have your shirt tucked in. Like what? You know, like you wearing these hats. You know, it's not that's that that's stuffy. It, yes, it's 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 definitely changing. And not to say that diverse. Not to say that that type of golf wasn't around back then. Correct. Right. And it and back to your point where mm-hmm. with how the mainstream media is portraying it. Yeah. This was always around. Yes. We were always around. Hundred percent. But why is it coming to light now? Why yeah. you know? Yeah. Back then it was there. We're trying to change that. Yeah. And I think there's no better place or no better platform mm. is the other than, you know, social media. Social right? media. Getting get, building a good community through social media. I met all my friends, all my golf friends through social media. Yes, correct. Right? Like I I, I mean, it's sad to say I, I haven't seen any of my personal friends in a while because I'm we're I've been part of this community now, but mm. um sooner or later all of us will get together. Yeah. And I can't wait for that to happen, right? And, yeah. And, and, and for it to be out there too. And we want the US people out in the US, all the mainstream media yeah. to see us. Yeah. Right? Correct. Yeah. And to recognize it. And that's you know, that's we talked about this and like look, okay, go back into that. That all right. So let's go back to our like, you know, Cope Town, our social scramble. So much fun. Right? So much and, fun. And like thanks again for like in getting me involved yeah, or inviting yeah. me in. That, oh, you're you know, a huge just kind of had this started, but initially, I guess tell the story on how it first started. <laughs> Shout out to Nino. Nino's. Uh, if anyone doesn't know Nino, he he. I don't even think Nino can play alone. I think he had to have a group. Out there. And <laughs> he I, practices alone. He, he, he practices alone. He good does. for him. Good for him. It's on I, camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes him a good golfer. He's yeah. he's a good golfer. Hundred percent. king. Yeah. Um. So Nino, I, I say this about Nino all the time. If you invite Nino, you're inviting all of the Filipinos. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, like he rolls. He has yeah. um, uh, entourage. He does, and it, yeah. it's and his community people, his, his group of people is fantastic. So um, unfortunately, I, I mean, fortunately, I got to, a, a chance to play with him and his group. Great group of guys. Yeah. Um, small world. I, I know some of them through uh, Modern Golf. Okay. Um, I know some of them through other friends. Um, Nino and I, we went out to play, and um, I, my favorite format is twosome scramble. Um, I told Nino about a tournament or an outing that I wanted to run. Um, Nino said, great, let's do it. He knows a bunch of people that can join. So we started there where we started planning. Um, he invited his whole group. I invited. I started inviting my, some of my own people. You started inviting your people. Okay. Um, and then it just kind of flew up from there. Yeah, where, it like, was kind of crazy because you, when you got me involved, so we had, again, I, like a reference that him, you and I chatted about, you know, where the industry could be going, what we could collectively do. Like we had a shared vision. Yeah. All right. And I was like, okay, like, you know, you got me involved in the planning process. I'm like, all right, wow. Okay. First off, a lot of shout out to um, like Copetown Woods. Copetown, again, if you guys haven't played it, the mom and pop store, Barry and those guys, they run that place. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, and it, again, it's like, that's what I'm going to talk about, like golf and being open to like having people come around and just, you know, their course conditions are great. And so you got in contact with me saying, hey, you know, like, uh, would you like to come join the landing committee? And I thought, absolutely. I mean, cause yeah. it's like, hey, I, you know, we had a shared vision. I'm like, you know what? And I'm like, all right, there's some people that I hadn't played golf with and I may, I've been following them for a while. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to, I don't know how many people we got. Tell me we didn't know we had a cap number. <laughs> the group just started growing. Yeah. Right. So I started putting people in our, in our, um, into like, our, I guess our, our, our Facebook, our Instagram group. Right. And people adding in like this person I like to play with mm-hmm. this person. And that's like, okay, like, you know, I'm like realizing like, you know what? 
there's a lot of us who are in this um, new media space as uh, they call it social media golf. I just call it new media. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that getting us together, collaborating, doing the two, two some scramble, gave a, a pathway and you know, an opportunity for us to meet each other, right? Because some of us have been following each other, but to collectively work together mm -hmm. just to say, like, you know, you're not in this alone, but we're all in this together. Yeah. And I think that there is an opportunity for all of us to share stories, but mm -hmm. interconnecting, sharing stories. I'm seeing a lot of you right now, a lot of you guys in Canada, I know some people listen from other places, but what's happening is that people are collaborating. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And if you look at humans, the reason why the humans are we're the most dominant species on this planet is because we we thrive together than alone. Yeah. Right. So that's how things work. Even like team sports. That's the reason why team sports have taken off. For people love that the most is because it brings people together. And even in this certain industries that we've always looked at, um, the golf has always been told from like one place. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even currently, right now in this country. There's only one media outlet like Bell's, TSN, mm -hmm. that talks about golf. And mm -hmm. it has the same faces talking about golf. Um, same people. And they don't, and same people, and it's their perspective. Yeah. Well, we are greater than people know them. They're on their face, but what about us? Or yeah. other persons looking at the sport and telling a different perspective. Yeah. And so that, I thought collectively that's also, we can all work together. Absolutely. And that, that, that social scramble really opened up my eyes. Like, mm -hmm. These people, you know, the amount of the, the how much it grew yeah. and the type of golfers and yeah. the communities their own tight knit communities that came together yeah it really opened up my eyes because I knew that they were there yeah but to get them all together yeah. in a short period of time and we're talking about the people that we didn't get everyone together and that's one it's, thing that we it blows my was, mind because we, we only <laughs> and again this is for people like again thank you for everyone who came right if I didn't say it out loud or whatever else we we did say it while we we're there but either way I'm doing it again thanks for everyone who came out. And those of you guys who didn't weren't able to make it just because one, because we, we got capped at like 48 golfers. We didn't think we'd reach 48. We didn't, 48. Get we didn't yeah. think we'd we, yeah. we, we yeah. know there was a cap. Yeah. We're just like, you know what, we could have been bigger. Uh, I, right? The cap was 36. But 36. We, you we know, got shout out to Barry for yeah. putting that up. One person yeah. couldn't have made it, so we only had 47. Yeah, right at yeah. the last minute, because this kid had a concussion. <laughs> That's understandable, <laughs> you know, so we didn't have anyone on speed dial. But either way, um, that was awesome. It, it was great, man. Yeah. It was great for everyone to get get together in a short period of time. Mm -hmm. um, everyone knew each other through Instagram, mm -hmm. through social media. Mm -hmm. um, I want to talk a little bit about golf because that format brings everybody together. Yeah. Um, you talk about collaborating. Yeah. There's no better format to collaborate than twosome scramble. Twosome scramble. Right. Foursome. When it comes to foursome, there you're going to have golfers that probably lose focus yeah. that are not interested in playing either they're the weakest link yeah. or they could be the strongest link but yeah. no one else performing oh. you don't get all of them in all 18 holes yes in a twosome scramble they're collaborating from hole one all the way through hole 18. that is correct and i love that format and in this space where we're looking to co collaborate yeah um there's we found a format where they can collaborate in the golf world yeah and then outside of that kind of tie back in tie back in talking and, and networking exactly yeah. and even looking at that is like you're on the course because we all because this sport and it's like what brings people together but we all we all have different strengths and weaknesses yeah. but we we have our own strategies and yeah. how we think and that's when there's the getting inside someone else's head but sharing those mm -hmm. sharing our ideas yeah. together right yeah. and that's what and it was perfect it was it was like when I, I mean, when you said through some I was like yes and even I mean, there's other stuff honestly, that's been out there and like the yeah. amount of four 
Like I retired from playing charity golf in four man scram. I'm done. Did I you? Said that on oh, the I didn't know I that. I said that a while back. You know, okay. the guys okay. that uh, together golf, golf know that. I said, <laughs> that's the reason why I'm like, nope, I'm not going. I yeah. even said, like, you know, different format. I'm like, I'm going to become. Because I can go and play um, as me as a, you know, recreational golfer playing stroke play, whatever. It's just cool. But again, the whole collaboration thing, the two things, yeah. I thought, you know, like it was like that's has some yeah. some validity, right? Yeah. You know, so and I and I don't mean to throw shade at the charity golf tournaments, yeah. but they're every every golfer's nightmare. It's a six hour round. Yeah, six hour round. Yeah, shotgun Again, start. Shotgun start. Still the last hours. one that I went to. Yeah, great event. Yeah, right. Great event to you know showcase uh, carbo shooting stars. Yeah. Great event to showcase your company yeah. and you know your sponsors. Yeah, but the golf part was. Just terrible. Yeah. First of all, we didn't finish 18. We only got through 14. Is it because like light? No, because it's a force and scramble, and there's no play. when it comes to force and scramble a charity tournament, pace of play is not is, is out of the picture. Yeah. Right. So we only played 14 holes. One. Yep. And two, it was a five-hour round. Explain that to me. A five-hour five round, 14 holes start. on a rough. shotgun start. It was rough. That's it was rough. rough. That's so, rough. I don't think I could do charity tournaments anymore because yeah. you're right. I can go out and play. Yeah. No. I can play 27 holes in that. If tournament. the charity tournament is single stroke play, or if it's um, or if it's to some scramble, to some basketball, alternate yeah. shot, you yeah. know, I'm there. I mean, or I'll be open to it. But yeah, foursomes, all that stuff, card in. No, I can't. Yeah, gone. I mean, and it's funny because again, this is perspective. Yes. And why these things are with golf, it has to be this way. Yeah, you see yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like because okay, everyone does, we do a cherry tournament, uh, shotgun start, uh, sell out four spots. Everyone's gonna come, and then it has gonna be this gonna be the format. Yeah, it's always it's always in the same way. Right, it right. Doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, just because it started with you look at you know evolution of this we're in this process of evolution and looking at like live golf and that's come on the scene and there's certain elements. There's a different golf. It's there's a Different way to do things. Yeah, yeah. And and why do they do scramble tournaments? Why to to you know uh, to to I want to say flex, but to uh, to uh, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? I'm sorry, I'm I'm kind of I'm losing my words. Is here. it either one that to like you know showcase one the course? Is it just one of the, they start off as charity? They they yeah they some of them are charity. We call them it, charity tournaments, but they're businesses. They're a business, are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's revenue generated. From there's them. revenue, yeah, yeah, and it's it's really to yeah I guess showcase their business, and then they just yeah. want it's like getting a group of together at a mm -hmm. bar, right? Yeah, like correct. Yeah, guys it's a so, they're they're very social they're, they're, they're very social yeah, events, yeah. right? And everyone's like, hey, I'm at a scramble. Like I know like my friend uh, Chris Elliott. I mean, he played like he doesn't play golf a lot. I mean, but Chris is a different human being. Um, got. Loaded, but he was like, "I'm going to play it as a scramble because <laughs> they're all like drinking fest beer." It, that's it. That's I mean, it. It's, just, it's a drinking. I mean, fest. look, I mean, and that's why it was a five-hour round when party. we played. Yeah, they, people, people in front of us were drinking. Guys come up behind us. They're obviously at a point where they're intoxicated. Yeah. Um, I'm no longer golfing at that point because right. I'm starting to drink. Yeah. Um, I'm there just to get free stuff. And I mean, great. You know, it's the the great networking event. I just don't think it's not really growing the game. And when people host. Charity scrambles when they host sports and scrambles yep. to grow the game. Yep. it's not growing the game. It's not growing it's doing the game. Anything but that. You you know I was actually just right about that and understanding and and you're looking at um, creating funds to mm -hmm. donate to certain causes and so forth. There and next year we're gonna have a tournament and it's like it's the same format. Yeah, I don't. You know you're right. 
because it does turn into, look, I mean, again, golf social events, uh, beveraging is part of it. Yeah, that, yeah. Which is awesome. It's a social right? event. Also, uh, beveraging, uh, yeah, smoking, yeah. and yeah. we'll snort, which is cool. Whatever you're into. <laughs> You know, okay. it's not my thing, but wherever no you're judgment, here, no no judgment here, man. You know, like, when you do you, right? Yeah. You know, but I can see that. Yeah, um, that's that, that is a great point, Jeff. Snorting, yeah. you know, John Daly. Shout John, out to John Daly, Daly. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate party golfer. John Daly, yeah. ultimate party golfer. Right? Just go. Cool. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out John D. <laughs> okay. He's not out playing scramble tournaments. The way that's I'll tell true, you that. man. Yeah. You know, if you could be. Hey, okay. Before I wind back up, if it was a force from scrambling John Dale. Those, that's when I would come out of retirement. Yeah, there, you go, there you go. For John. That, yeah, 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 cool. yeah. But you know, you're right. Yeah, so it's just, yeah, if you're looking at growing the game, and we talked about certain elements within right now, what's happening within the sport, especially in Canada. Let's just focus around Canada. Yes. Growing the point. sport, good right? Point. Or like even regionally. Um, uh, there's a few people that, you know, you got the first T program, right? And then it's out there. I think it's cool. Shout out I mean, to Maya. My, you know, like, if we get her on the podcast, you know, let's be fire, obviously, and sharing her story. But um, first tee, and I thought about this yesterday or a couple of days ago. I was like, okay. And I want to say this out loud wherever it is. All right. Um, cool. Getting people in the sport. How do they start? Uh, and we and Jeff and I shared our story. How we started. Mm -hmm. But why did Jeff continuously start golfing? Because he golfed with his dad and his mm, family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, does that exist in a sense of where if you want to grow a sport? And I saw this thing, um, the, the mm. Score Golf put this thing out, and I read the uh, person Jason from Score Golf wrote this thing about you know there's uh, Golf Canada has this mandate they want to get 30 professional golfers playing in the PGA, on PGA Tour, that's okay. thing, and LPGA, wherever it is. Like, that's what they want, their numbers, right? Okay. They're pushing for that. And that's another, that's another story. But I'm like, when they, and Jason, the article from my understudy, wrote about how that there's a gap right now. Obviously, Brooke Henderson is the most, uh, she's the most successful professional yeah. golfer right now, right? And if you're talking about professional golf, and then there's other people coming underneath there, but there's a space in age gap. Well, if you're talking about first year program and people coming in and trying to fill that out, well, you can get sure you can get these kids playing golf, but if they're going to perpetually play and continuously Continue, play golf, yeah, one, the point. other one, they want to play with their friends, and I, I love the team golf element, but also playing with their families. Where is the pricing point to find a way to have families being able to play because they play together? Because this sport, we know you can play for a long period of time, mm -hmm. it's intergenerational. Yep. And if you're going to try to inspire the next generation of kids, you're going to have to, yes, you can inspire them to play and their why, but for them to perpetually love the sport and see it because they're participating with their family. Mm. That is a gap. I don't know if Canada is doing that, but understanding like where is that family package or rate. You see it, like mm. we're talking about, you're not going to get the numbers you want for people to play the sport at the country club level because the majority of what's even going on in this, this country right now, economically, ain't, ain't fucking going to happen. Yeah. No. You're going to have to collectively find a way to package and find so families can play. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's a good point. Um, I'm thinking of some of my friends who had fathers that played. Uh -huh. um, their fathers or, you know, their, their parents would play with their own friends. Like yep. Country club, for example, they would go play with their country club friends. Yeah. Where the child learning the game, he's not going to want to continue because, one, 
his parents don't want to play with them. Yeah. And if they do, you know, you know how it is as parents, or they're they're hard on their kids. Yeah, correct. Um, if their parents are not invested in the child, as you know, as if if their parents are not invested in the child, they don't want to continue playing. Yeah, correct. Right? So it, I think that me having that, having my dad there, having my brothers there, having my family there, um, that really pushed me and really motivated me to continue to play. Um, because one, I wanted to beat them all the time, right? Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there you like, go. There's a competitive, competitive outlet. The competitive outlet. Yeah, exactly. Earlier, right? Yeah, so having my family around is a big piece, and you're comfortable. Yeah, you're it's, you're comfortable being around them, right? You're you're comfortable being with you're you're with you're, you're playing with a group of people that you are comfortable with. You're not yeah. introducing you're you're not introducing yourself to a new group of people. You're not um, constantly trying to impress other people. You just go out there, you play, you do your own thing. Mm -hmm. There's nothing beats that. Mm -hmm. Nothing beats that at all. Yeah, and you know, so like families, right? And 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 collectively getting together. Because again, it's like, if you think about when we all play this sport, there's a time commitment. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. There's a massive there's a time, time yeah. commitment, especially we talk about basic play, <laughs> apparently. Like, I mean, even living in, in a large yeah, metropolitan yeah. area like this, that you already know, if you're going to go play golf, you're planning on playing 18. All right, so the, the drive might be an hour, the commute might right. be an hour, one way. All right, you know, then after, if you're going to go, if you're, I mean, if you, I need to warm up, do all these certain <laughs> yeah. things. So that's like maybe like 40 minutes <laughs> beforehand, the tee time, yeah. the drive back. This is like, so if the, the round's about four hours, four and a half hours, we're looking at, you know, six, six, seven, yeah. six, seven yeah. hours. So that's six yeah. to seven hours out of your day. Yeah, that's that's a work day, man. That is that's a work, a work day, day, right? To put in, yeah. put in, to Holy really, shit. put in a shift. Yeah, never really thought of that. Usually, right? when you're that's out there, what it is. So if you're actually going to think about it and even looking at, and you talk about like um, getting more like, like families, kids in the sport, like male and females, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and like partners, like you know, like women. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. like there has to be like, and you're spending time with people. Yeah, yeah. That, there that's has a, to be that's a pathway a to make that so, so it's sustainable. So it's like, hey, you go out and you're going to play with your mm -hmm. family. You're going to play with your kids. You're going to play with all those people. And it's going to be for some, like, wherever it is. And you're playing and going out. So how, I mean, this is, I guess, a conversation we can have out, outside of the camera. But, yep. um, and actually, it's a, good, it's a good piece for you and I to get together. But how do we get these families involved, right? That's correct. How yep. do we get yeah. the, both the parents and the kids well, I mean, I think if the parents and kids are already playing right now, and I think, like I said, the reason I talked about this in that article that that, that Jason uh, wrote there, mm. it's like, you know, like, oh, you know, can we just come? Well, what'd you think? I mean, I don't know if they're having this conversation <laughs> at Golf Canada thinking about, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, the whole PGA Tour getting oh. people playing on PGA Tour, that's a different story. Yeah. I think they should look at playing professional golf on any tour, yeah. right? You know, looking outside the beach because we're, again, it's like there's a lot of great things that you can play the sport and come back to coming back into North America, mm -hmm. but play all around the world to learn about the world and be more well-rounded. But I was saying that, where's your guys' pathway? Did you ever think about looking at that element? Mm -hmm. that there's, there's probably untapped talent <laughs> that are, because like, you have persons who are our age right now who are having kids, right? And we're into the sport. Well, that's where, I mean, where do you think that they're going to come from these other, mm -hmm. this next mm -hmm. generation? Right. That's where the influence is going to come from. Right, right. And it looks a little bit different. Yeah. What you've been looking at from the ways of the pathways yeah. of the country clubs and all those other things. It's changing. It's changing. Yeah. And I like that. I like the route that talent, That's where it's probably coming because yeah. there's already a love because we've all loved the sport. Where do you think that that love for that sport can actually come from from yeah. those parents, male right. and female parents? Right. Right. No, good point. Good point. Right. Um, and family is a touchy subject, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are close to their families. You know, mm -hmm. no judgment there, but mm -hmm. um, their families are. I mean, like for I, I've known people, their family is their social media friends. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's just you know that who who's going to support you the most, and sometimes yeah. it's people that you meet along the way. Yeah. Correct. Um, yeah. And then then we're, we we may not be able to to grow it with direct family, but yeah. growing a community is building family. Family. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You're no, you're right. Yeah, and I think that those are pathways or different ways to look at the sport. And again, this is going back again. This is coming from minority perspective. So this is like perspective. Yeah, yeah. Unique. So it's like it's from our stories. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we never really thought about it that way. Well, I mean, who are the people in the room, right? You <laughs> the faces look a little bit different. Yeah. You get a little, yeah. you get innovative ideas. Yeah. So if anyone's listening to this, like, hey, you know where to find me. You know where to find us. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, come on. I'm like, you know, who wouldn't want to talk to us? All right. All right. So let's go into, um, all right. So you've been kind of in industry. You did work for a little modern golf, but. Yeah. Um, I guess you're hanging up your modern golf. Uh, yeah, un- unfortunately. Shirts or t-shirts, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we wear t-shirts. We wear t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. You're, hanging, you're hanging up your like. I guess I'm, I'm hanging. I'm hanging up the uh, the badge. And uh, for those who you didn't know, I don't think a lot of people knew this, but I, I did work at Modern Golf part time. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was trying to dunk that 60, that challenge that I did, um, I was working there part time. So it was. Uh, um, I had the opportunity to do that, and shout out to them because I became the golfer that I am because of modern golf. I had the opportunity in the winter time to practice, mm. um, you know, muscle memory. I have great people that I spoke with mm. that I learned from. Mm. Um, if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't be the player that I am now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, unfortunately, um, I will not be going back to modern golf. Okay. Um, it was a second job, and I don't think my body can take working a second <laughs> job anymore. <laughs> I met great people through modern golf, and it's yeah. it's it's a little bit bittersweet. It's a little okay. bit bittersweet, but okay. I'm hoping that if I do work with modern golf, it'll be in a different angle. Yeah. Um, not so much an employment point of view, but where they're helping me out and what our goals are. In the, in the yeah, you know, and, and and like, look, I, I I stepped into I got finally got a chance to visit modern golf, Midwest Ball Golf in the in the financial district. I went by there, and yeah, it's good, great vibes. Yeah, and like yeah. you and I chatted about certain things that they're currently doing, and you know, I mean, um. Maybe they could look at another yeah. element of their business yeah. if they're looking yeah. to um, create an opportunity from a functionality perspective to branch off into not just be kind of more into the narrow-minded focus within the market. Because I mm-hmm. think that right currently right now, one uh, with the bays, the the clubs, the, the first off lessons, mm-hmm. um, technical stuff in regards yeah. to understanding to get getting fitted. Yeah. Uh, that's probably track a great man. idea. Track, mm-hmm. track man, the launch monitors, you know, mm-hmm. part of the gamification of golf, mm-hmm. but there's mm-hmm. other elements. But I think that, yeah, I think they have something that's cool. It's unique. It's definitely been, it's a Canadian company, mm-hmm. right? Um, how many locations do you guys, they have right now? Oh, boy. Right. Good, good. For the top of my head, they're going to kill me mm-hmm. for not knowing this. I'm going to say eight. Eight, yeah, and yeah, that's and that's eight total in Canada. Eight in Canada, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. currently in the GTA, there's obviously uh, downtown, that's one. Um, They've got two outlets. Sky, Skymark, yep. yeah, two outlets. Yep. One, one in Mississauga, one in Ajax. Okay. They've got the Oakville location. Okay. I think they have three out east, out west. Yeah. So that eight, and yep. if, if there is one in Alberta, and I'm sorry if I don't know. Okay. I Can I? So what's what's the difference between modern golf and outlet? <laughs> um, outlet is purely retail. So they put okay. all their demo clubs there, all the last years. Yeah. So manufacturers, okay. how it works, and I don't know if I should be sharing this, but I'm, the manufacturers, when we uh, do our fittings, yeah. um, manufacturers send us out clubs. Yeah. Um, those clubs, once we only we only hold 
the current models. Yeah, correct. Okay. Um, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Which which makes sense. I mean, for, for the fitting. From right? like yeah, for yeah. fittings perspective, right? To hold the current yeah. models, and also it goes back into obviously having um, uh, good insight into retail, yeah. like from an inventory perspective. Yeah, it allows yeah. you. I mean, you have to inventory has to turn over. Yeah, right. Exactly. If you have especially exactly. in Toronto. You have limited space, right? So you're not going to be able to warehouse so many things. Yeah, at the exactly. You have, you can't hold so many. No, um, no. Yeah. And the so modern golf previous models aren't that large. Right? Exactly, they're not. They're not big. They have a lot of spaces, but they're not that large. Yeah, correct. Um, so their current models uh, go to the the outlets mm. where they sell some of the old models. Okay, correct. Um, some people are trade-ins. Okay, yeah. Um, they have a massive build shop at their Skymark location. Okay, cool. Um, okay. the build guys there are, to me are the best. Club builders. Club builders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Club you're, you're, uh, we call it the golfsmiths. Yeah, oh goodness. Yeah, golfsmiths. Yeah, yeah. those are great. Um, they know so much about it, so that they'll fix the, the the clubs up. Any 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 clubs or shaft that they use for fittings uh-huh. um, gets put together, and uh-huh. then they go into the outlet. They also have apparel there, shoes. And stuff okay. Like okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, yeah. I haven't I haven't been to one of the outlet places. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that. I'm, yeah. I'm surpri- yeah. Skymark location. Mm-hmm. I highly suggest anyone to go. Mm-hmm. Huge putting green for mm-hmm. putting fit. They just set up their well put machine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, obviously the six bays, the build shop. Yeah. Um, w- within the golf space, and I, I don't want to talk too much about modern golf because uh, within the golf space, they are well equipped and they're ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's cool. I love that. That's uh, hopefully you know that they're that they have going on as a as a company and being new again, offering a different perspective and not just yeah. your. I know obviously the golf town. So forth there that they, I know Golf Town's now gotten more into the the fitting game because obviously with um, uh, Tour Experience Golf and they mm-hmm. obviously went to Club Champion Media, yeah, right, yeah. and then Golf Town brought up their like a thing there like the what they call it uh, GX or something, like, uh, GX sure. something like that, right, think, something like that, their yeah, and that's because like that's yeah. their fitting, like, yeah, their boutique, yeah, fitting experience, yeah, right, because like I mean, at the end of the day, like when we all do play this sport, we there is a lot of technical aspects and realistically like look even like my my own clubs um, up for a sniffing and upgrade i got something going on with that <laughs> this year or next 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 into going next season um, to do what i'm going to do and i'll talk about that later yeah. on but yeah and and i, I, I suggest everyone to get a fit there's yeah. this there's um there's a saying you know there's a this what's the word i'm saying everyone should get a fit there's 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 this i keep forgetting the, the word that i wanted to say but most people think that when you you should go for a fit when you can start playing golf. Okay, correct. Right? Yep. Even when you're at a level where you are yes. good at playing golf, yes. you're still changing. You're still improving. Yes. Those people will still go for another refitting. Yeah. So a as point. a beginner, you yep. need to know what a shaft does for you yes. and how it will benefit you, even if you are a beginner. Yeah. Right. So I I, I think that yeah. you. It's 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 a myth that oh I'm gonna do it's a myth for people to think that they should go for a fit when they become better at golf. Yeah, it is not the case. And because when you go for a fitting, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to buy anything. Yes. It's the knowledge that you gain when you go through a fit. About, so, uh, again, about club club design, yes, and understanding yes, those things, yeah. and like talk, yeah, and like it's funny because I've never gone for a fitting, right? I mean, like I've no technical aspects of the sports. Yeah. Like, cause I've studied all this stuff and actually learned. And, and yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm an analytical person. Um, but it's like, it's funny because like people don't, you've got to like lie angles. Massively Everything. huge. Because yeah. it's funny that 
you can all do things as golfers and you think <laughs> that things are kind of like, okay, why is the ball flying this way? It's not flying because, like, you know, people think, I need to change this thing about my swing, which is cool. Architecture, if you don't understand your own swing architecture, but you're trying to change some stuff. But you have to look at your lie angles might be a little bit different, but also even looking yes, at the, exactly. the shaft. Um, obviously, using the necessary exactly. shaft within my yeah. doing currently. And right? we, we all Google yeah. what a shaft does. Yeah. You know, uh, for example, one shaft is is fit for someone with a low swing speed or a yeah. slow swing speed. Yeah. Um, not necessarily the case, right? Yeah. Each shaft has its own characteristics. Yeah. Depending on your type of swing, yeah. the stats will reflect which shaft fits you the best. Yeah. So although you do research where you think one shaft may fit you, uh -huh. um, if you're in a person, and I'm gonna, you know, for example, if you're in a person, although you are a slow swing speed, if you're yeah. a person that comes into out, yeah. that shaft that you Google search that yeah. you thought would be good for that slow swing speed yeah. Yeah. still won't be good for you. Good so you're gonna, you know, there's, there's, there's so much, there's so much assessment done with the numbers yeah. because everyone does have their own swing. Yeah. It is a myth that you, sh you, sh you have to do a fit when you get better at golf. Yeah. Not the case. Go get the knowledge for ones that you know. It is. It is. It can be costly, but there are opportunities mm -hmm. to save money. There are opportunities to save money and still get a fit. Mm -hmm. You know, keep an eye out. Take advantage of those promotions. Um, Modern Golf, Shadow Modern Golf. They do a lot of promotions. Keep an eye out on them and just go get knowledge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah and no, knowledge is knowledge is power, right? Yeah. I mean, and this again, this is really sorry. This podcast is shared double stories and knowledge, but that's that's actually a really good point because. The more you know, the better, right? Yeah. Who doesn't want to know shit? Yeah. <laughs> hey, and like, if I you know a lot shit. in golf, you're, 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 uh, yeah. you know, people look up to you, man. Yeah, well, I mean, apparently I do. I mean, but again, it's like, I know a lot about a lot, you know, apparently not, you know, so let's see what it is. Okay, cool. All right. So, um, all right. So let's go into some things like what, what are your goals for this off season, right? I mean, I know oh, you shut it down a little question. early, which is good. You know, it happens, right? I shut it down early because my hand getting some work on this. Some treatment on Monday, which is cool. It sucked. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It is what it is. But um, what are your goals for the offseason? Oh, man. I never thought of this. That's a great question. There so we go. Is, See, this is this is bringing you guys the yeah. first exclusive of this. Yeah. So let's uh, physically, obviously, get a little bit more fit. Um, I'm able to, um, uh, in a position to play, but I, I find that um, I have back pains. Okay. Um, I want to gain a little bit more club head speed. Okay. And I know that... It, what it what entails to play more club head speed, you know, engaging the core, doing the right exercise, right movements. Yeah. I think I want to focus on that this year. Yeah. Um, last year, um, I was working purely, and this, from a golf perspective, I was working purely on contact, golf yeah. contact. Yeah. Um, I'm in a position now where I think I'm comfortable. Okay. Um, so now I want to uh, work on the physical body. So that that's that's what I'm focusing on mm -hmm. this year. Um, unfortunately, I won't be at Modern Golf, um, so I, I won't get to practice and swing a club as often. Okay. I don't think I will be swinging a club a lot this year. Okay. Um, you know, life gets in the way sometimes, and Absolutely. I'm kind of taking, you know, you talked about the time that it takes to play golf. Yes. Um, yes. It's a fucking good it, It's like indoor it's golf. It's a fucking job. It's a job. Yeah. Yeah. Indoor golf, you think is quick, but that's still a four-hour day for me if I were to go. Potentially. So I want to use that time to kind of, you know, uh, enjoy life a little bit more. Yeah. I spend a little bit more time with my, my, my yeah. wife. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, it, it, and then, like, physically. And see those friends you haven't seen. You see know? those friends I haven't seen, yeah. yeah unfortunately. Because you, you went into the, go you went to the golf sphere, right? <laughs> yeah. The golf pod, I call yeah, it. Yeah, the, the, the bubble, the golf bubble, yeah. The bubble, yeah. So yeah, I, hopefully, so. and, unfortunately, my, my friend, uh, I'll be playing a lot of squash this year because, um, you know, this condo that I'm in, um, they do have squash courts. So okay. I'll be playing a lot of squash okay. this year. So I think my goal this year is just is physic physical, is uh, my physical self. Uh, mentally, 
um, when it comes to golf, I think I'm, I'm, I'm okay. You know, I, uh, I'm comfortable when I'm out there. Um, funny enough, um, I, my set of irons, if you don't know, um, uh, PXG irons, PXG wedges, um, I've got a tailor-made driver, um, uh, PXG three wood and a, and a ping wedge. Okay. I'm going to do a test next year. Okay. And it's kind of going out there where I want to see what happens when I use old clubs. So I have a yeah. set of old clubs, and I'm going to put yeah. this out in my story soon. Okay. You're going to laugh at the set of clubs I have. I'm I've, gonna, I've no, got no. rid of the Stealth 2 that I bought. I got, I'm getting rid of the PXGs. I okay. got rid of my entire set. Yeah. And it may do damage to my handicap, but it's yeah. a bit of a test to see okay. what kind of golfer I am with old clubs. Old, older, yeah. older technology, yeah. right? Yeah. So I've it, been, it, it's going to be a tester. I love that because it's funny that I'm doing the reverse. So I'm going to upgrade. <laughs> as, as, as you should. As yeah. you should. Actually, yeah. you know what? Actually, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you right now. And I've done this. You know what? I've been for the longest time, for the last couple of years, um, I've been researching. Like, I, you know, I love what Bryson DeChambeau's done for the game yeah. of golf. And, and I think that him becoming, uh, well, not, not as you like live, lives perspective, but him becoming equipment free agent. A lot of people to see certain things in the, oh, yeah. him, like yeah. testing a crank, mm -hmm. um, uh, crank uh, driver, and understand that. Him with LA Golf and the shafts, and mm -hmm. a shout out to Stephen Lowe at LA Golf. Stephen, Stephen's a that. great guy. But you know, Man, with him playing the one length shit. irons, mm -hmm. and I've been researching this for a long time. I, I've been doing it lately, but I already have the, the stats and the analysts and looking at that. that I'm actually, I'm going to, I want to go with one length. I'm Are you? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Okay. But I was actually go with one length. I'm five foot six. So I was going to go one length uh, at uh, eight iron height. Because eight iron is at always a big height. club that yeah. I've always yeah. had. I yeah. thought it was a big, because Bryson used the seven iron as the, as the, as his marker for the one, the one length. And they did yeah. all the Cobra stuff. Right. But I would actually do it at the height of an eight iron and go for and go. Highly suggest going to modern golf. Yeah. We fit for, yeah. um, one length club before yep. you understand with, with long length now you're gonna have yep. a weaker loft all that stuff yep, it's a correct. lot of adjustments that a lot of adjustments made. happening yeah. at that correct and yeah. that's one thing that and i did talk to these guys at modern golf about that and i said hey you know what you know what that would kind of look like yeah. right so yeah. that'd be something but i i have some things behind theory what i yeah. want to be able to do within that but i was actually going to go the one length for so i guess from four um, probably about I think four to maybe pitching wedge or four to nine, okay, and then go pitching wedge and to like whatever those wedges mm. down to. Maybe I'll probably keep the, the pitching wedge at the same eight length. Maybe not. Okay. Probably eight, whatever it is. Then I would actually do the the other smaller, like the you know like a say like a fifty two. My, my my gapping wedging is fifty two, fifty six, and sixty, and I would mm -hmm. do those the same length. Okay. Right. Okay. But I wouldn't do them the same length as me. I'm excited to see that, and right. I'll tell you why. Because um, it's going to be a huge test. Like your yardages are going to change. Yep. Correct. Right. Yeah. Um, the ball is going to react differently. Yep. I always said, well, I mean, obviously, if you have technically, you can't hit the ball, mm -hmm. but the clubs that you're using is not is never ever the wrong club. It's what hap what the ball does in reaction to that club, right, or yep. w w related to that club. So. One length club, you're obviously gonna get more spinny. You're gonna get the ball's gonna be a little bit more spinny. It's gonna go a little bit higher. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see how your game will either improve. Yeah. Or well, it will, it will fucking improve. I can tell you that much because I've been <laughs> using technology that's older and it okay. wasn't fit for me. Yeah. Right? Okay. You know? From and that perspective, is, absolutely. And that's yeah, the reason why yeah. I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? No, I'm gonna do that because either way, I mean, it's like, um, 
iron stuff and like I've been flighting balls and flighting different spins yeah. and playing like yeah. fades and draws and stuff like that. Nice. Love really it. Cool. Like even like the shafts that I'm using my irons, the majority of my irons are like regular flex, which I That blows my mind. Just yeah. crazy. And that's the reason why I get like these fucking crazy hooks. And yeah, and I've seen your own. swing. You've yeah. you you definitely And have like yeah, one. so the yeah. flight's not consistent or it can't be, yeah, right? Or like it needs to be there's certain things that have to come together and yeah. be consistent. So and I guess even that this hand injury that I've had or hand whatever happened, um, it's created this, this big bump. So oh, it's God. like even looking at, I've been using, I'm sure people look at hands, you know, like uh, standard mm-hmm. um, standard uh, grips, but I would actually go mid-sized. And like I did years ago, um, 2018, 2019, I actually had a mid-sized grip in my driver, in okay. my, in my, in my uh, for my driver, okay. and I hit it way better. Now that okay. I she got back to driving the ball good this year. Okay, good. This year, good. but it took... When I got back to went to standard, it was totally different. Mm, but yeah. at midsize, so I'm like looking. And I remember at you that. saying you were comfortable yeah. with your your driver. Yeah. Yeah. You, for you one, you know, for which is good. And yeah. you know, it's kind of funny that doing that, and because, and I had to actually, I didn't actually do anything in the off season. I just, you know, what I did in the off season because I was in Saskatchewan. I had to just do mental reps in my head. Mm, that's so, about so important. It was all mental reps and so looking important. at theories and looking at how it hit. That's what I would do, and then eventually over time, I and I put got the clubs out of storage. I started looking at right. doing that, and so what happened was, um, since my driver setups I had everything, I wanted to get good at driving. So my setup, my at address changed from so that. So it starts off from the driver and going all the way down. Yeah. And so in years past, what it was, I was working up and had the, the club close to my body, and then after I got to driver, it was too close to my body, and I wasn't able to drive. But right. I had to go from driver down mm, and that's where so now my if you look at i look at video and all i'm like my angles kind of change that was how i'm addressing the club right, right but it actually created consistency with my driver right. and all those those long clubs coming yeah. all the way down so i was like okay i think it's easier yeah. with an iron and a wedge shot yeah. obviously you're coming a little more steep yeah. it's easier to um start off wide yeah. and then co- like yeah. coming in steep so starting with your driver yeah, and then yeah. iron versus yeah. coming in steep all the time Cut, and then yeah. now having to go driver and try to there go we wide. go correct yeah, exactly yeah. and that's what that's it was a lot and easier. that's what yeah. it, so cool. i'm like okay cool. and then we change shit i'm like driving the ball good whatever it is it's cool and it's fine like even now more so because i have this fucking hand issue um it was creating issues at the bottom because mm. i can't by time the i haven't played good golf since our social scramble since it's, it's interesting because it's been downhill since then. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's been downhill. Hurts to hear, thing, man. Yeah, because it was. Yeah, that was good. That was yeah. like the peak of my season. Anyway, <laughs> right? That was the peak event. Yeah. Um, so everything started to harden. Like in my hand, it started to harden. So now it created an issue at at impact because mm. the club face would right. close. Right. Yes. It would just stay yeah. open. And your lead hand like, too, right? Double clutch. Yeah, I, I see. Leave. I see. And after it was just like yeah, so it was crazy. Yeah. But I could still drive <laughs> the ball because the ball's on the tee. And the club face would still stick because it's still right. impacting and it's not coming into the ground. Right, right. It's just I'm right. hitting it off a tee so I could still hit things off a tee in that sort of realm. Like and, and driver because, again, yeah. also, too, the club head is a lot bigger than, than, a, than, than an, an iron. iron. Yeah. What's the impact? So if it was, like, if, if it was, if it was dispersion, it's a little bit off, but it was yeah. still hitting. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Impact so, on the yeah. driver is not as severe. As as severe, iron. yeah. And that's where it's like, yeah, when the club was done. It's funny. That's yeah. that's opposite of what mm. like it's funny. They they teach you obviously. Mm. You know, wedge game is easier to hit, so they mm. have people practice with a wedge. Yeah. I never thought of someone practicing the driver and down. <laughs> go down that it way. Went down that way, but I needed to because I need. I had a bad like I didn't use driver a couple. You look at my videos. I didn't use it. I do. Often. I do remember your videos. And before. all of a sudden, I, I started, and everyone's like, "Oh, you're hitting 
driver now. I'm like, <laughs> I told you. I'm like, this is my, but that was my goal. So your goal was to um, play a little better than that sort of thing. So you said about it, but my, my goal, like you said, with contact. Yeah. Was the contact that was your goal. Yeah. My goal this past season was a short game, which I made some improvements. I need new wedges. The wedges are done. I mean, either way. But it was that short game and driver. Wedges, I want to touch about wedges. Wedges is all here. It's all, all here. Hundred percent. It's all mental. It's all mental. Hundred percent. I saw this thing. I'm gonna well, reshare it. I saw Xander Shoffley talking about wedges and stuff, or just mm-hmm. his wedge play, and mm-hmm. he just even said for himself, because like he, he like he just just talks to place like people like Phil, and this is the way he does it, mm-hmm. and that's what it is. Because there's not necessarily, and I know, I know Phil kind of talks about it as this: if you're gonna slide it down or slide it low, mm-hmm. it has to be back behind your stance or forward. Yep, yep. And I think again, and sometimes when you talk about golf, people say and say, again, that's an old perspective where it has to be done this way. Not, not with this case. Yeah. You got to look okay. at biomechanics of people. Because yep. you know, I was, uh, you know, I have a background in uh, exercise mm-hmm. science, biomechanics, and persons, and you mm-hmm. got to look at how they address the ball. Right. How it's gonna go. Yeah, there's theories behind how you can do things, but what's your process to get you Correct. to do the ball to yeah. make the ball control the way it's going to control? Correct. And what what is that making the ball do at the end of the day, right? I always said with wedge game, there's no wrong or right way to chip. It's how you're chipping is a result of what the ball is going to do, uh-huh. right? So knowing that if you're a person that has to set up at the back of your foot, if you're a person uh-huh. that has to set up in the front, your ball is always going to either go one certain way. So knowing having that knowledge mentally. Yeah. Um, it'll help your game drastically because you're not trying to do something that's out of your comfort zone. There you so, go. So it, it it is all mental to me because um, there's also you're not going back, you know, full swing. There's that's so correct. many yeah. factors to it, right? Yeah. So I think knowing what a ball does in relation to your swing, and you could see it instantly with chipping because you can practice it a hundred times and get that instant feedback mm. or get an amount of feedback with the amount of volume of, from the balls that you're hitting. Yeah. Um, it's totally mental yeah it, it, a lot of it is mental right yeah. um, people they start becoming bad chippers when they're trying to hit these flop shots yeah. you know not addressing properly yeah but they're going away from what their natural natural swing is right natural, natural swing is, yeah. yeah natural tempo and and from you know you talk about address address is so important address will always tell you what the ball is going to do yeah right play around with different address points um, play around with you know your grip all that stuff there's it's 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 really truly is a mental game, and you could become a better chipper if you really understand what the ball is going to do when you're around the greens. Right? Mm-hmm. No, no, that's no, you're right. And like even like this year, like I, I have a chipping stance or more like good like open. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, and that was your go-to, right? You were saying that was your go-to, and it, and yeah. it did work. But it was like there are certain instances again when it's funny because I think also to we often give ourselves credit as as um, just golfers if you play other courses and you got to understand grasses are different. The oh my gosh. Great point. So sometimes yes, you great think you're point, not doing something that's right, but yes, you're playing, yes. you're playing different tracks open, open. Sometimes the yeah. balls can react differently Yes. To, the, yeah. to, to when you hit it. Yeah. Right. Just because if you're playing at like a really uh, pristine course and it's the, and the course conditions are the same throughout, mm-hmm. yeah. right. Then it's like the balls are going to do the same thing, but you yeah. think that sometimes like what's going on with my game. Did I change something wrong? Like, yeah, no, it's just yes. like, you got to, yeah. Uh, Okay, you might have you might have hit that one wrong, but also understand you're yeah. in a different environment. Yeah, and when I say mental, like mm-hmm. that that that's a great point because when you're playing a different, you know, Bermuda grass, yeah, you know, bent grass, yeah. um, bent grass up here, right? bent grass up here, exactly. You think that you know you have to change something technically when you're when you're when you're chipping because you've chunked the ball, yeah. right? I say mental, like focus, as in 
take a look at the grass. Yeah. Which way is it pointing? What's yes. going to happen when you do that? Correct, right? Yeah. So stuff like that where you're not really thinking so much about the technical aspect yeah. anymore. Yeah. Right? It's what's the ball going to do in relation to the grass, right? The yes. potentially good, right? So it's really yes. all in here when you're chipping because that is correct. it's 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 not as technical as people think. Right? Yes, yeah. that's correct. And even yeah. like um, what I did this year, and I, I'm proud of myself for sticking to this process, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start the season off. I'm just going to chip with my 52. I love right. that. So yeah. I said, you yeah. know, this this is I'm going to nail it in and just chip with 52, yeah. because that 52 was okay. You know, it's going to react the same. Yeah, react the same. Exactly. React the same, yeah. or you know, just like it's like you know, like oh, look at it, because maybe even I chose that 52, but look at the blade of grass, yeah. whatever it is. Maybe I need this, but I just yeah. needed to have some consistency. Yeah. I just chose 52. And you've taken out. Let it higher or low. Exactly. 52. Yeah. And you've taken out. A lot of that technical, like yeah. a lot of people think, oh, now I'm chipping, I got to grip it hard. Yeah, correct. You know, I got to grip it a lot looser, yeah. Yeah. more risky. Yeah. Now you're getting too technical, right? Yeah. And so having your 52, yeah. having this one shot yeah. and alter it, alter it a little bit, yeah. that's going to go a very long way. Now you can there focus you on the right thing. That's correct, right? yeah. exactly. Because yeah. you can you can grip it at the same, right? You can choke down on the club so it's coming out yeah. a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I thought that that was one thing. For me, that helped better. Like I didn't play that many rounds. I only played 20 rounds this year, right? I when I first back, met you, you only played like three rounds at that time. Yeah, I did. Yeah, well, because I was like, well, shit, because I was gone for a long period of time, right? right? right and so I right. came back. I already missed the big golf. Like my first round was June 1st. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you know, it was great, dude. Yeah, right. You know, and then after, yeah, and had some technical stuff with my hand and so forth there, and even I had some other injuries, anyways, too. So I had to kind of deal with them. But yeah, I only played 20 rounds, which is fine. Gotcha. It's down from like 75 I played back in 2021, and then last year I think I had like 36 or 42, mm. right? Can you guess how many rounds I played this year? Uh, you tell. Okay, can I guess? Yeah, take a go. I did see it. You posted. You said it, but I'm going to throw <laughs> it out. Cheating. I think it was, but I, well, I'm like, I know you have yeah. a good memory. I think you said other 36 or 40. It was it was 30. 30, yeah. okay. And right, okay. R- relatively speaking, that's not a lot. Not, that's no, not a lot. People not bring a lot, in yeah. the 50s, the 70s, like yeah. you said. Yeah, yeah. 30s, not a lot. It's not a yeah, lot of rounds. Really yeah, rounds kind of hit that stride. I mean, yeah. I remember I played my most, my, my best golf was that when I hit that 30 and going to certain the, parts the, and yeah. going up to 70, yeah. right? Where you just kind of level out. But, yeah. You know, well, 30, start, like, yeah. just put in perspective, that's only once a week. Yeah. Right? Once, maybe once every other week. When did you first, when was your first round played? Oh gosh. Well, we were traveling, so in the winter time we were I was still playing. So I got okay. to play throughout the year. Okay. Uh, correct. The first round was oh gosh, April. And April. April. Yeah, there we go. Okay, that's about yeah. I figured yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. But it's funny because you also did too, you also shut it down early. I shut it down early. Yeah, year. correct. Yeah. And so the same with me, like I did shut it down, I started to right. taper yeah. off early. So yeah, so getting that twenty and starting later, that's actually yeah. pretty decent. Yeah. Um yeah, you're right. but that's I would an, say that coming right. in, like if you bookend high if you if you if your bookend's high at the start, maybe you kind of slow down for summertime, but you get that low end, you bookend like higher at the back end. Yeah. Yeah. Or you get to play that ball golf, then yeah. it's different. Right. Yeah. Very but, true. Very okay. True. I get that. Okay. Interesting. Right, man, this we got actually one more thing. How did Rise Tribe go? Again? Rise Tribe was great, man. Yeah. Shout out to Rise Tribe. Their goal as well is bringing a community, right? So right, what, if anybody doesn't know, Rise Tribe is a Filipino community where we bring in um, Filipinos from all different lines of businesses and build this community where we can all network, you know, uh, piggyback off each other, get mm. to know each other a little bit more, mm. um, 
they are now focusing on the golf world. So uh, yes. Mark Valena, he is the content creator for the NBA G League. Yep. Um, he did this program with Hoop, with Hoop, with Hoop Dome. Hoop Dome, yeah. Hoop yeah, Dome Hoop. at, at Downsu, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, shoot, shoot. No, it's not Hoop, Hoop Dome. That's my fault. Um, where they, well, they 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 built, took, brought together the the, the basketball community okay, yeah. and gave them this pro experience. So they uh, brought in professionals to share their stories and yeah. what you're doing yeah. and then go out and play a game of basketball, okay. right? Yeah. Give them that locker room experience. Yeah. Give them, you know, the experience that a professional would. Okay. So they're now tapping into the golf world where they want to bring in um, golf enthusiasts, yeah. um, golf professionals, yeah. um, people within the golf industry yeah. um, and give our guests an opportunity to live that pro golf experience. So the locker room, we've okay. got storytelling. Um, so it, we we've had we ran our first um, RBL Rosie Bogey League event um, not too long ago, but Rise Tribe has hosted tournaments. Okay, three, I think three tournaments now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, look, look cool. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a good event. It was a great event. We have a lot of uh, a lot of big name people. What they've got going on, the storytellers that we have coming in next year in April 2024. Um, we've got Golfhead. Yeah, JP, and Pace of Play, yeah, JP, and, and, and Ash, yeah. and Ash. We've yeah. got both of them that are going to kind of share their story. Yeah. Um, Amaya will be part of that as well. Yeah. We want her to share her story, Perfect. share her story, because obviously, just like you and I, we want to grow women's golf as well. 100%. Um, who else do we have? Um, I don't know if I can say the other ones yeah, yet. No, 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 like It's just a preview. But it's, it's like a preview. Trailer. You see in movies. Yeah, yeah. You got to sprinkle a little bit yeah. of that, a little, little bit of salt on the yeah. wound, right? So it, was, it, was so, a, it was a yeah. great event. Unfortunately, I didn't get to play in the event, uh -huh. um, but but that, that, that the event that we ran was, was great. The locker room experience was fantastic. We've had, you know, small, we have had companies that put some of their products into the lockers, so when they came in, you know, it was a goodie bag full of stuff. Okay. Um, LA Golf was there. They showcased showcased their putters. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who it was. Um, I believe it was Mike Gray. He was the first person in Canada to use a left-handed LA Golf putter. No, I love yeah. that. Yeah, 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 that was cool. That was cool. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Stephen again. Thank yeah. you for being part of that. But it's uh, it's only gonna get bigger next year. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, and that's good. I thought it was pretty cool and seeing that. And sorry, I could I couldn't make it uh, again. I had to work and yeah. also just like at yeah, this like I got I had to shut it down. I mean, it's like yeah. It's no fun when your body's not reacting to certain things to play Makes golf. Sense. It's like you know, yeah. it's one of the we all know this course pretty hard. But yeah. um, I hope to being able to have an opportunity to support that or certain things that you guys are doing. Cause I, yeah. I, again, it's about you know bringing people together, but it's like a little bit of a different perspective. But people yeah. are doing something that you yeah. So, so they're, they're building a culture. They're building a culture within the golf world. Yeah. Right. It's very similar, and I think we can work in conjunction with them with what mm. we want to do. Yeah. Correct. Um, yeah. So it's I, I'm excited what's going to happen next year. Yeah. They've got six events that they've already planned. Um, for next year, yeah. um, you and I still have to talk about our very first yes. social scramble. Yes, and no. I know there are people that okay. reached out; they want to play. I thought of you, yes. Sue. You're in. Yeah, Eric, you're in. Yes, you, correct. You'll, okay. you'll be there. Yeah, correct. Okay, and so like before, kind of close out here a little <laughs> bit. All right. So Jeff and I, uh, we've been talking, and uh, the social scramble. Um, I've done some little, little creative stuff around that, but we're looking to run more of these events. Uh, coming up into 2024, we're going to discuss, we've discussed, it, uh, I guess, a little bit of a powwow around yeah. some ideas and what we want to do. 
to bring you guys or bring more people together for it, and we're looking forward to it. It's not just only having just one event, but having multiple events over the over the course of the season. Uh, we don't know what it currently looks like, uh, but we have some ideas. And, I, I think um, for starters, and yeah. sorry to interrupt, I I think I, I mentioned this. I want our first event to be primarily women's focus. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we're going to work with Amaya. I want that first event to have as many women golfers as yeah. we can. I like that. Um, you know, it's fall time. It's yeah. it's it's it's, it's actually that that time is going to be spring. spring sorry. Yeah, it's going to be springtime. Um, you know, it's 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 a good time. Um, it's not too hot at that time. You yeah. Know? Good time to showcase some of our fashion, you know. You yeah, know, yeah, and what's what's right. to come. I yeah. think that, yeah, and I, and we're talking about fifty-fifty, right? Fifty percent, like you know, yeah. like the reason why we're all still, the reason why we're we're we're, we're fucking alive is because <laughs> a woman at us, right? Exactly. I mean, exactly. it's like, yeah. right? like we're actually breathing air. So it's like, where is this other part of the population? Yeah. And not saying it's like you know what, man, you know, look, uh, well, you're married. Uh, I'm not. I'm single man. You know, wherever it is, but you know, hey, I'd love to. Date someone and like and she played golf with someone you can collect. We do get again there you go. bringing things. There's together. no better place. There's no other man. place. Yeah. Right. You know we all love you know like uh, like like women who are golfing. Awesome golf babes. Whatever it is, fashion's good. Like it's like you're like a man's dream, right? You know, just if you play golf, like you're already in a different category. Oh, we're tapping um, into Cupid now, man. We're trying to find hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Man. Love you golf. Men and women together. It's <laughs> oh, happening into a different world now. Exactly. So we'll uh, stay tuned for that. You know, we're, we have some things brewing, you know, I know, but we're just putting it out there, and I guess we have the format to do that so we can say what we have going on. Yeah. Okay, so last thing, a little bit of fun here. All right, all right. Um, Jeff, being Filipino, what is the best, what are some good Filipino places to eat in oh, Mississauga? Oh, you're throwing me under the bus. I okay. don't eat what do you, a lot of Okay, I've heard a lot about uh, yeah. Bella's, Bella's Indusol. I heard a lot about that place, okay. and every time I drive Bellas. over there, yeah, there's a, it's pretty busy. Okay. Yeah, there's a place on Kennedy, um, and I believe, oh gosh. Is I Kennedy, go. Are you talking about Kennedy in, like, in Scarborough? No, no, because yeah. Kennedy, Mississauga area. Okay, okay. Yeah, cool. okay. Um, right. so place in Kennedy and um, like Highway 7 area, okay. yep. there's cool. a Filipino restaurant. Oh, Bella's. Bella's? Okay, Bella's. as we said, Bella's. Yeah, okay. yeah. Bella's. I went to Bella's, I drove by there one day. Small pop, mom and pop shop, right. um, nothing fancy about it, but that food to me was close to home. So, um, the Bella's, Bella's Indusol, oh Bella's Indusol, and then there's Bella's Bakery. That's what it okay. was. So they're cool. both Bella's. All right. Uh, Bella's Indusol, Bella's Bakery. Those two for me, I really enjoy out here in Mississauga. Okay. Yeah. And but I, I oh gosh, I don't need a lot of Filipino food here in Mississauga. I, you know what? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Do you do you, do you in, like in Toronto? In Toronto. Okay. There yeah. you go. Let's yeah. Yeah. Shout it out. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, what do you got? Well, I mean, drive to Wilson, man. Wilson, okay. Wilson, I, Wilson, and Wilson and um, Q. No, what's the Wilson and by the Yorkdale area? Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. oh yeah, it'll be like Wilson kind of, Heights. Well, I guess Wilson and Dufferin, Wilson. Yeah, I guess Wilson and Keel. Yeah, Wilson and Keel. Yeah, yeah, or Wilson Dufferin and Keel. area. Yeah, that's yeah. probably where it is. You can't miss it. You drive down there. They're barbecuing. They're barbecuing every single day. Yeah, Filipinos. Little, 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 little Filipino. Filipino. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, do, do you know the history about that place? No, I don't. No. Yeah. So uh, when Filipinos migrated here. Obviously, a lot of Filipinos are nannies. Yeah. Um, that was primarily a Jewish area. Okay. They yeah. all went there for work, and that's okay. why it became the very first Filipino migrated area, and that's why a lot of Filipinos lived in there. Yeah, yeah. So that that they call it Little Manila because they got they, Little Manila. Yeah. They started working there. They were working you know, for the Jews. Yeah. It was that, that's I love that. It's awesome because you know actually it's funny because again being Jamaican and so forth there like you know these little communities that started in, in Toronto. And I just learned maybe you know, maybe a number of weeks ago that I didn't know that kind of initially the little Jamaica 
started in like the the Bathurst Employer. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. Had no clue Wait, until I saw started a, there? a picture. I saw a picture of um, an old, you know, on Instagram they have um, like, like there's one of the accounts with Toronto accounts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Old yeah. Toronto. They had, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was like a Jamaican like store. Honest, I didn't it's funny because like my father, you know, if anyone knows the story of my father or whatever, so I found him and he was hanging out in that area because I hadn't seen him for years and because that area had such significance to them. So oh. back in like the 70s, yeah. So, it was, so that was the yeah. bathroom floor? I think so, floor? yeah. One of the oh, ones shit. in the bathroom floor, yeah. right? Then eventually you could see like on the Eglinton. Yeah, and yeah. And then we'll go to the Eglinton. A little bit of that yeah. Eglinton. Yeah. West Eglinton, like kind of around Eglinton down yeah. there and roughly around that way. Yeah. But yeah. So if you're ever in Toronto, okay. Wilson Heights area. Wilson Heights. The best Filipinos, best Filipino restaurants there. Yeah. Yeah. Best there Filipinos. you go. <laughs> All right, brother. Okay. All right, Jeff. Thanks a lot, man. This is great. You know, actually, look at him. He has his level wear on there. So <laughs> Shout out to level wear. Level wear. Level wear is changing the game <laughs> in the Canadian sports. So anyway, all right, guys. Thanks a lot. Uh, thanks for listening and watching. And I guess stay tuned for the next one. All right, my friend. That's it. See you guys. That was awesome. <laughs>